1: Oh good evening everyone and welcome to episode six ninety-three of the Sith Hollow News and Dark Draco with uh Urban Jedi on the chat. How's it going tonight, Jason? Good, good. Cool. How's it going? Yeah, pretty good. Um I I think we'll be getting joined here in a bit by the champ. Um and uh We'll uh, we'll be talking about probably some more about the uh, Vasocon, um, uh weekend and probably um, upcoming games and other fun mm-hmm. stuff. So, yeah, maybe even I missed a, little... a couple of
2: weeks.
3: I don't know what you guys have talked about the last couple of weeks. So, yeah. Would you guys talk about that? Yeah, we uh, 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 Did
1: you talk yeah, about basketball yeah, well, much? Um, uh, we tried. Um, you know, and it, it would be great to maybe kind of recap some things. Um, uh, that it. Um, I mean, because you know you weren't on the call. Um, plus we were trying to kind of just go over everything. Um, so, but yeah, we had a lot of. Uh, uh, we had a pretty big sh- pretty big show yes last week uh we had um um let's see there's myself and uh trevor randy um gandalf um uh, uh drew um who else uh darth Mame. um there was like I don't know, like eight people on the call or something. It was, it was pretty cool. Oh, Spry. Awesome. Yeah. Spry called in. Yeah. So we had a, we had a pretty big, pretty big showing of people. Um, and we did our best to kind of go over some of the games and some of the, uh, you know, stuff, but, um, just wasn't the same without you, Jason. You know? (laughs)
4: Yeah.
1: Um, well,
3: we can start by going over some of the non-championship um, uh, tournaments. Um, just
4: kind of give good. some,
3: maybe some recaps uh, really quick and um, some shouts out to, to Trevor who um, created a a spreadsheet pairing, like, thing that looked super awesome and um, seemed to run pretty well. Um, obviously, he was doing a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff and, be, you know, in-between-round stuff, which I know can definitely uh, be difficult to juggle that and uh, the other stuff. But so, let's see. Starting off on Thursday of VassalCon, we had Bounty Hunters sealed. Uh, Myself, Trevor, and Gandalf were the only um, three to show up. Um, so we just basically played kind of uh, all played each other. It was kind of funny, um, but the boosters that we randomly rolled um, had basically uh, all the Chase VRs. Um, I had Boafette Bounty Hunter. Um, Gandalf had Lord Vader and Trevor had uh, Mandalore the Indomitable.
4: Uh,
3: We had some other guys. uh, But basically, I didn't get to disintegrate anybody with that bounty hunter, which was unfortunate. Um, Lord Vader proved to be too much for for both Trevor and I. And uh, Gandalf won Leaving uh, both of us and the the by went three and zero. Wasn't really close um, in any of the matches. And the the squads that we used are are up and posted by Trevor, I believe. I don't know. Yeah, the, the squads are posted. Again, pretty uh, pretty fun. Pretty fun playing bounty hunters again. Um, Lord Vader uh, is still really good. Uh, then we have the team tournament, uh, which is, is kind of funny. Um, I actually chose uh, to play um, the, the triumvirate, which is, is very similar to Randy's uh, championship squad, I think. The only difference is uh, he uses uh, a couple of uh, Sith pawns, and I have like uh, an extra, uh, like an extra Ugnaught, I think, instead. That's probably uh, better. A little, little. I, I don't know. I don't know like i i like I personally like the extra door control um I definitely could see where people might like the um the extra ability to reroll by sacking the quant and the uh the self destruct 10 damage um so I can go either way mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. but uh <laughs> We played some games, I think we went round-robin, no, we had, yeah, we went round-robin on this one as well because there were four teams. And <clears throat> at the end of the round-robin, uh, the Urbans, um and, and Spry uh, had the same number of points. Um, and Trevor, uh, the tiebreakers uh, for that, we uh, the Urbans won because they had the best individual performance. Um, and it kind of uh, un- unknowingly, I kind of set the stage for Randy a little bit with uh, going three and zero with uh, the triumvirate. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah, Randy and I were pretty terrible, <laughs> and and we 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 were in the we were a team, but yeah, we 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 we. we we didn't do very good. <laughs> <laughs>
4: uh,
2: we uh so we, we dived on the team tournament so we could do well in the champ.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yep.
3: <laughs> uh, so then uh, on Friday, we had the Jedi Challenge starting off with the 100 and there were a lot of people that could, you know, play in maybe one uh, of the events or two of the events, but couldn't play in all of the events.
4: Um,
3: in a a crazy finish. Um, in the the morning event, at the 100 point level, um, which the the thing was you had to play a 100 or a 23 point piece because it's 2023. It's kind of a fun little uh. Thing that we've done um i don't think we did it last year last year we tried something different but i know in um, 2020 um we did it with a 20 point piece and i, I expect uh, when i look at the, the pieces that cost 24 we'll do it again next year
1: uh, just because there were no there 22 quite, costs there are no 22 cost pieces um, I, I haven't i mean i'm sure there are but like i know
3: in 2020 and then this year when i look there was a wide variety of options for 23 point pieces. Like I chose to play Nashani Handmaiden. Um, you could play Ochi of the Stoon. You could play Jerry L. You could play um, the, let's see, the Elite Gunner. You could play, what else could you play? Oh, General Wedge Antilles. You could play Padme Senator. Um, so lots of options, lots of different factions. You know, I, when you create these events, you kind of don't want everybody to play the, the exact same, um, you know, oh, uh, we're all playing the same squad. Let's see who gets, you know, either slightly better roles or, you know, whatever. Uh, yeah. So it's kind of cool to see basically uh, five different squads for the five different players. Um, five different twenty-three point pieces. Um, four of the players went um, two and one. With Brian finishing on top because he got an extra point. Uh, so Brian won yeah. the one hundred point and got to the, off the early lead in the Jedi Challenge.
1: Yeah, and I just wanted to say that I, I I wanted to play some. I like playing something different that would not be played later in the championship. That's that's why I played two lock horde. <laughs> and uh oh and i had an elite gunner but i don't i think i disintegrated like one uh uggy or something <laughs> uh,
3: i i my recap for that would be basically i thought my squad was going to be better than it was even though well i i never really wanted to knit so i never got to take advantage of cutting um, but then even, like, the one time I did win in it, it's like, oh, I got to put, like, you know, I got to shoot an Ugnat or something, you know, kind of dumb that they put in front. Um, mm-hmm. So if I, if I had a team to do over again, I probably would not play a Johnny Handmaiden. Um, I would probably play, like, Jerry L or, or some other 23-point piece. But it was fun. Oh, the The 150 um there were again five players uh the the stipulation for this one was you we played on a watsi map um basically anything well not anything that was ever legal um for the restricted list but basically um the power regulation chamber the hardboard was legal mun grand Plaza was legal death star was legal of kind of the old school maps that we all kind of grew up playing on. Um, this one I played sort of uh, um, an Ema Gundy, Depa Balaba, Caleb Dune um, squad, and boy, I can tell you I needed more seat time. I got all the way to game three before I realized some of the abilities on the pieces. Um, so Definitely not exactly what I was hoping for. Um, and let's see how that turned out. Um, Spry went three and zero. Trevor and Brian went two and one. Gandalf and I went one and two. Spry had uh, all full victories, took nine points. Um, won the 150. Uh, the maps used for that um, nightclub, ravage base, uh, hardboard, mun, and uh, two mud plazas. Um, so, definitely using some of the, uh, the old school maps that aren't really legal anymore. Um, and probably won't be at like, a 200 point level uh, skirmish anytime soon. Spry took over the lead of the Jedi Challenge with uh, Trevor and Dark Drakul kind of right behind him. And then we go to the 200 of the Jedi Challenge, which is right, right somewhere. Um, oh. It was the Conquest and Rebellion tournament. You had to have um, at least one piece from Conquest and Rebellion uh, set 25. Also, used a couple maps that haven't been around for a while um, or possibly could use them. Asteroid based Dark Academy, a great library. Uh, haven't been legal in probably three or four years for some of those. Um, I used a a fun Garm, Bella, Bliss squad with the new Han Solo Legendary Hero um, and then realized, again, halfway through the games that um, they don't really work together. Han turns off all my tactician and all that other stuff. So didn't really work well together. Uh, We did have seven players uh, for this one. Um, which was our biggest turnout for any of the the games. Uh, Nerd Slayer and Urban Schnee basically joined the the other five that had been playing all day. Uh, And the results. Um, Gandalf uh, won this one with a 3-0 finish. Uh, Brian I came in next, followed by... uh, other people, uh, which propelled, pro, uh, propelled Spry to a Jedi Challenge uh, win with 22 points uh, with a 7-2 and two record. Dark um, Drackle was second with a 6-3 and three record.
1: So it was a pretty fun game. Uh, I got robbed. I just got robbed. You know, <laughs> that's all there is to it. I thought I was going to win, uh, but somebody did just a little bit better than me. So. Uh,
3: the pieces we used from Set 25, I used Han Solo Legendary Hero. Uh, Trevor used the Mandalorian Super Commando. He used it to replace um, Mira in kind of his six activation. Uh, Jangalore, Mandalorian of the Vindicated Squad that we all know and love.
0: Um, there was a
3: Darth Malik Sith Lord squad that used uh, Revan and Bastilla, which I did not play against. Uh, oh, and a Revan the Prodigal Knight. Um, and there was another Revan the Prodigal Knight um, squad They used more of like regular Bastilla, Juhani, Jolie Bindo. There was a Darth Vader of Coruscant squad. There was. I'm assuming the Galactic Alliance Void Jumper is the piece from this squad, and then there was Old Daka that Spry used. Which, um, yeah, his squad caught me off guard. I didn't realize that Old Daka was going to be that had Force Renewal too and could be a super battery. So basically, he just ran out and. uh, did uh savage's uh repulse five and that pretty much wrecked me mm-hmm. i don't know how uh, other people did against it obviously uh he did um go two and one so gandalf did defeat him
1: what well, was gandalf running
3: yeah, up was running uh the galactic alliance blade jumper with general uh, harrison Dula, clack captain um mm. some other uh nasty
1: pilots yeah that 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 squad was was uh oh, powerful and and pretty crazy and pretty then crazy
3: <laughs> i missed um pretty much Saturday morning in the um, force on Un- users unleashed squads.
0: Uh, let's see if I can see
3: anything about it. it looks like there are four players um, with, it looks like two identical squads um, uh, with Malik, the new Malik, um, because set 25 was legal for this event. Um, Baspila, Revan, Bandon, and XR. Um, then another, the uh, third squad was uh, Revan, Prodigal Knight with Venzalo, Atten, Baspila, and Mira. And then we had a seventeen squad with Staba, Tessar, Bella, and Elisa, Eliza, um, Earl, and Jedi Master Kruk. Um, the hook for this tournament was. Um, to build the squad, to be in the squad, you had to be unique and you had to be have a force rating. Uh, and you couldn't uh, override closed. Uh, again, didn't want to see a bunch of like Atten Rands or Ian Farlanders kind of dominate the meta. Um, and it's a kind of uh, fun uh, fun thing. I don't know see sounds like the people had fun playing it. So it's something that we might look at in the future as far as uh, (laughs) running uh, either an event or uh, some other sort of uh, funness with unique force users. Um, Definitely get to use some pieces that you wouldn't normally get to use, especially since you don't need a bunch of filler, you know, you don't need a bunch of pug knots or porgs or stuff like that. You just have uh, unique force users seems like a lot of fun uh, yeah
4: it, it was
1: like uh, it, a I was oh I was just going to say um, I was I was going to play in that but then I decided I probably should figure out what I was going to play for the championship so um, okay. I spent that time building my championship squad <laughs> right before <Uh-oh. laughs> right before the champs <laughs> And it looks like they played
3: Round Robin and Nerd Slayer. Drew kind of swept through everybody, um, which kind of makes sense. If he could beat one of the uh, Revan, and Malik squads, he could probably beat the other one um, with his Venzallo Revan, Prodigal Knight, uh, and Rand squad. Um, so that's how that went. We're gonna skip the championship for now and go to Sunday. Uh, we had a, a conquest and rebellion sealed Sunday morning. Uh, there was just three of us: myself, Brian, and Nerd Slayer. Uh, and I just we played round Robin again. And I defeated uh, both players. Uh, my squad had Darth Revan, of course. Uh, Darth Vader, of course. And I had uh, two Paz Vizlas. Um, he was pretty good, with his either triple attack or his flamethrower, depending on what I needed him to do. Uh, Brian had. Lumia, a Yuz of Jedi Master, a Good Morning Gladiator, and some other guys. And Nerd Slayer had Malik, Invader of Coruscant, and um, a crazy Kill It Queen. Um, at one point, uh, one of my uh, Paz Vizlas switched over to his side for uh, a round. Uh I I failed the uh the save six. At least I didn't roll a one to leave my guy for the whole uh rest of the skirmish.
1: Uh. <laughs> yeah, that would be terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but
3: that's how that went. Uh. Then there was a Royal Rumble, um, and I poked my head in there. I was uh, considering playing, but I was talking to Trevor, and he said he had four people um, plus himself that were potential players, and four people would work great. But if we did six players, um, if he and I played, it would be kind of two, two tables of three, which I've always found tables of three to be kind of awkward in Royal Rumble. It works much better with four. Um, and he wasn't really super, uh, seemed like he was much more wanting to just kind of run and sit back and and watch and help other players. And I was kind of, uh, still recovering from Saturday a little bit. So I said, okay, I'll just let you guys play, um, and check back later to to see the the check in on the top six of the, the championship. Um and it looks like I don't know, Brian, maybe you can give us a little bit of uh how that went, but uh you you defeated uh Darth Maine by a very slim margin and then the other two guys were kind of further back.
1: Uh yeah, we were pretty neck and neck most of the way. Um and it was uh it was a it was you know, it was Royal Rumble, it was a bloodbath. Uh luckily the they they all kind of uh took the battle to the right side of the map uh to the opposite side of the map that i was on uh so i got to watch them kind of duke it out um and um i had like a uh let's see i think i had my um uh which was it um I think I had the um uh, um my squad with uh, uh Mitra and with um uh Jengalore so that was a pretty good combo for kind of sniping pieces uh and then I then I popped in uh, the, the 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 battle sort of gravitated back towards the middle and um you know um i was able to kind of steal some pieces away from people but like i said it was still kind of kind of dead even um i popped in with or fine my final squad was um was uh just a simple little squad um with of uh of two lock horde and uh revan prodigal knight so just two very straightforward well-designed pieces um you know, nothing really special about either one. Um, only forty-eight points, not or well, or excuse me, ninety-eight points, not not a full hundred even. So, you know, so I had a real uphill battle to climb, but uh, I was able to get Tulak Horde out there where he could kind of, you know, get kind of his his knuckles bloodied, and then uh, then of course uh, Revan Prodigal Knight was really kind of the MVP. Uh, he was able to to run out and right in the middle of the whole like the 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 brawl where like everybody's characters were all mashed up together he just kind of ran in there and did his uh repulse and killed like two characters and did some other stuff and uh then I was able to just kind of chase down uh it was a, basically just became a battle between uh din Jordan and child versus uh Revan Prodigal Knight. Um and uh so which was kind of fun because um he could he could counter push me but then I could just like lightsaber throw so um you know it was uh it was kind of basically a losing battle for him. Um I mean he had a he had a chance but you know I ended up uh, killing Getting him, and then of course, I got the points for Revan at the end. So, okay. Um, I was, uh, uh, you know, sort of flexing my, uh, I I think some of my experience and having played, um, Royal Rumble more than a lot of the other guys there probably helped me out quite a bit. But, but yeah, it was a good time. It was, we were having, we were having a blast. So, wow. You know, but yeah, it was a good game. Go uh, like some, Yeah, yeah. Sometimes it's like where it's like, it, it it's where there's like a, 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 someone has like a major points lead and then it's like two other people like basically go after that person until one of them decides to like stab the other person in the back. But, uh, you know, this, this was a pretty, yeah, it was, a, it was, it was like pretty dead even between all the players until, uh, right up until the end. So really fun
3: okay uh,
1: and then let's see now we can talk about the champs
3: uh for a little bit I'm sure you guys probably already covered a lot of it we did have 14 players uh, which is pretty good turnout I think uh, yeah. I saw that it was Pretty cool um, that after the the four rounds, um, there was a pretty clear cut to to the top six. Uh, nobody with uh, eight points got left out. Um, and then also that you know scoring points in all your games mattered. Um, you know there was three players that finished two and two um that missed out well one player that finished two and two made it um so again you know makes the you know the importance of you know when you win you you get that three-point win and when you you know you lose you still are battling and trying to make sure you get that point to secure you know just that that point um And it was also pretty cool that it seemed like all the squads were pretty different. Um, there were a couple 2 lot cord squads. One had, like, uh, Cogniz. One had... Uh, what did the other one have? Uh, the other one had... Another one had Bane. And uh, it looks like the last one had... As well, looks like Gandalf and uh, Nerd Slayer were very similar. Uh, Spry and I had almost uh, the exact same squad. I was playing the I was playing the version that Laura built for me before. before uh, it was even on Blue Milk. Um, Spry was playing the version that he built right after that. Uh, We actually played each other, which was kind of funny. Uh, Kind of the highlight, low light sort of of that match. was He, uh, I totally messed up and I I had taken a kind of an early advantage and um, popped in and I think killed Mira. And then kind of uh, gotten out of the mess and out of the fray, and then uh, even though I could have just locked the door so he couldn't um finish off mantras, I didn't see the move, and he was able to kill my mantras, so then I was kind of fighting it up till battle, um but I was able to keep his uh I was able to get his Din Djarin, um in the Talon bubble so he couldn't do any counter pushing and I just unloaded on his uh, Din Djarin and then we chased each other around the board for a little while and uh, I was able to finish off his uh, Montrose and he took out my Mira I was able to basically pull out the game the, trying to see what the of that particular game was
0: uh, it was
3: 240 to 157 it was a pretty close game it probably could have gone either way um but i definitely won some of the like kind of key in it and had kind of the the key moves Um, i think like i said striking first and taking out i like i said i believe it was his mira before she could really do anything, even though it kind of exposed me, and I let him take out Montrose, um, which I could have prevented, I think kind of set me up to be the you know, hey, I take the piece first, then he takes the piece back, then I killed his guy, then he killed my guy, but if I'm doing the killing first, I'm ahead. So that was kind of cool. Uh, and then at the end of the Day, we had the top six of an undefeated Timmer with his very innovative uh, rack pack squad, uh, and then Trevor uh, and Nerd Slayer was in third. Um, Gandalf and Dark Drackle were in fourth and fifth, and Randy was in sixth. I don't know if you guys want to say anything about the. Uh, that you haven't already said about the the Swiss portion before we move on to the you know, top uh, six. Anything?
2: No, right. uh, no, I don't think so. Okay.
3: Right. Uh, then we had the top six. Uh, which, that you guys, uh, you guys started scheduling the games um, on Sunday afternoon. Um, I watched some of those, um, and they are available. I think. Did you stream all of them, Brian? I think you streamed all of them. Did you stream all those, Brian? Randy, do you
2: know if he streamed them all? I'm muted again.
3: <laughs>
2: oh Sounds like you may I be unmuted? having some difficulties. So, can you hear me, Randy? I can hear you. Okay.
3: Yes, Brian's having some technical difficulties um but i I believe that he streamed all the uh the matches right
2: um, probably i I know he had some problems um, at one point, and he had to go back and like recreate one of the he had to go back and recreate my game with trevor i think where Trevor and I basically okay. went through the. Cycled through the game motions and told everybody what we had done. Okay. Uh,
3: Dark Dracul and uh, Gandalf played. And Dark Dracul defeated Gandalf. Uh And then your game versus Nerd Slayer Randy. I'm trying to remember, I know I watched that one.
2: I had uh, I had played him at the end of Swiss, so it was a it was a direct rematch. And um, the the big play in that game, I switched up my tactics some, um, and I put the Nexus and Nihilus in the. We were on desert palace, and I let him set up first, and then I set up on the right, and uh, I put Nihilus in that little, there's that little gambit space in the room down at the bottom. Okay. I put Nihilus in there with the Nexus to try and draw him into a small, confined area. Uh, I levitated Treya over his head and uh, messed around with him some And then on the next round, I'd I'd made up my mind in the previous game that the agent had to die, so I ended up taking three attacks of opportunity to run away from Tulak Horde and Darth Bane. I ran out and I attacked um, an XT droid and killed it, and then I was able to life drain two other characters, kill one. put back clue at sixty I think it was and then I won initiative with my plus six and uh, I ran six squares ambushed the agent hit him three times life drained him and another character uh, uh fifth guard so Treo was back up full I killed major his largest damage and oh. then uh, after Tulak and Vayne defeated Nihilus, they basically had to chase after Treya as Treya ran around and killed the rest of his squad. Right. Uh, Treya was the big yeah, MVP
3: I th- then. I think I tuned in when, uh, and I thought your setup was very interesting, but I tuned in like partway through and I was like, I couldn't figure out which Nexus was whose, and Treya was. Then I figured it because then Treya was way in the back and you know, beating up the agent and Backlou and draining life and staying alive and and then uh the end game was, was pretty brilliant. I was I thought you were gonna bring Scion out, but then you know, you just kept Scion and Gambit, kinda of giving uh giving him the choice of either trying to come engage you in Gambit with your Nexus. Or, uh, and then trying to kill Sion three times or trying to chase down, uh, Treya, and definitely a, a pickle for him.
4: And then, uh,
3: so yeah, that was a pretty awesome game. Then the semifinals were, uh, you versus Trevor, which again, I thought your uh, play. Um, your, Elise, your setup initially was, was brilliant. Um, definitely, uh, even though I've played the, the triumvirate squad quite a bit, it's not something I probably would have thought of. You let Trevor set up first and then um, you put your Nihilus right up there, even in range of his Nexus, which uh, that's, that's where I'm not sure I would have done that, but it was also within range of his two Horde. So his two lot couldn't gain force points. Um, so basically you put the choke hold on his force points right from the beginning. And then I think you did a very early like uh, Sith hunger um, to, to steal like the rest of his force points. And by the time Trevor could get positioned, you'd already done enough damage um, that his Tula was pretty much either dead or almost dead and I think you even ignored Tulak for a little while and just and then also you kept uh, he, he could never um, stand still and double with the agent even with the jumping around from Tulak uh, pretty uh, again a great play with uh, keeping people. You know, within six here, within six there, uh, being able to move, you know, and levitate and know exactly where you were going uh, was pretty uh, pretty cool. Um, did have a couple of a nice lightsaber say or defense saves to keep kind of your guys alive. And Trevor had a couple misses, but I don't know if at the end of the day it would have mattered. Maybe it would have um and then tim and Brian, uh, why well, watch that game that was uh, uh it's kind of brutal to watch uh tim had some of the worst dice rolls ever known to the universe
4: <laughs> yes, <it did. laughs> uh, uh i I was like
3: it was it was like dude did you take uh take Sean's dice and trade him in and get some worse ones
1: uh, <laughs> hmm. yeah just it was, uh, was kind of like just watching him beat him beat himself up really yeah <laughs>
2: The I don't know. He he took, what, 10 shots at R2 and missed them all?
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, yeah.
2: it was horrible. I mean, it he
1: was, couldn't, uh, kill, was couldn't, he couldn't kill Saucy 10. He couldn't kill Saucy 10 at the end to, to try to catch the lead or anything. He just, yeah, he couldn't do anything. Yeah. Well, um, and I'm not
4: sure,
3: and obviously you would know this answer more than I would, Brian, but I was like, um, watching, I was like, man, you know, you could go over here and do this cool thing, Um, but I wasn't sure how much of it you were trying to kind of play away from figuring Dan and watch it, you know, trying to be careful and not getting, you know, hey, I run up with the figure and Dan and I distract you and then I unload on you. there was definitely a couple times uh, where it's like, man, you could run this guy over here and go blow the door. And then that would set up a cool, like, move over here and do that. And, you know, you, you did some, some other stuff. And obviously it ended up working out for you at the end of
1: the day. Yeah. Um, I, I, uh, I didn't want to tip my hat off too much to Tim, what my plan was. Um, he was getting distracted by other things and frustrated by bad roles and whatnot. Um, and and I also, because I knew, I, I kind of, a, I thought that he was going to kill R2. So I was trying to kind of set it up so I could also do my plan using the um, the door shatter um or the you know if I needed to I could just use my Jedi to right like, shatter doors and get into where I needed to be. Um, so yeah I I you know I I, uh, I my original plan had been to um, run past to run into the room and I, well I, what I wanted to have happen was for me to get into the room and and the door to shut. Um, with me in the room standing next to uh um uh Thrawn, uh and you know I wanted to I, I wanted to kill Masamita cuz you know we've had several conversations about games where you got back there and you you like went to go kill um Thrawn or something and and you failed and you know and then you realized you should have just killed Masamita so that's you know what I went for but I was going I was going to like I said, originally I was going to run past Thrawn and take the AOL and, or the Attack of Opportunity, and I was going to get, uh, I was going to try to kill the, um, I was going to kill Moss and kill the Senator, but after Moss popped, hit me with the, hit me with the Attack of Opportunity, and I thought better of it, and I thought, well, I'll just put some extra damage on, uh, Thrawn, and And that might have been a a better way to go. I don't know.
3: Well, at the time you were doing it, I was like, man, why doesn't he kill the officer too? Give up the A.O.O. and kill the officer. But in retrospect, like, putting that 30 damage on Thrawn meant that you were threatening to kill Thrawn um, basically any time with any of your characters, because they could all do 60 damage with a lightsaber assault. Um, Mm -hmm. So... And obviously like they can't do 70 unless they get a crit or unless they're getting like a uh, cunning or some other like uh benefit so in, yeah. in retrospect maybe that was a, a better play and because then you once you killed brawn then you take away the slopping
1: and you take away all the like, other stuff hmm. um, yeah. yeah and he would have to he's, he has to run he's got moss is dead once moss is dead he has to try to run the the uh Officer around to some place where he can, um, you know, cannon. So right, which he was very more difficult for him to do than than uh, I guess it seemed. So, Uh Um, and then yeah, like you said at
3: the end, he had a chance to try to get back in it. Um, by killing, trying to kill Stacy Sh- Tim, but you know, Dice uh, again failed him. Uh, I don't even think he hit Stacy one time, and he needed to hit like three or four of the attacks. Mm. Uh, but uh, and then we get to the, the finals. Um, again, I was watching. Well, actually, I didn't get to watch that game. I had to uh, tune into that game later and, and watch the, the replay. Um, and my only question to you, Brian, was do or did you at the time of the game remember that if you kill the character with betrayal, you get all your guys back? That was my you only do. question while I was watching that game.
1: Yes. No, that I, didn't right know. The, um, I did not know that. No, I did not know that. <laughs> it's oh, that's it's fun, right really? in the glossary
3: of... Uh, in the glossary of betrayal, when you when you when you uh, lost the first guy, it was like Coleman Kasaji or somebody, and I was right, kind of like, right, yeah. okay. And then I'm like, wait, why is he killing his own Coleman Kasaji? Like, if he just like kills Trey, he gets Coleman Kasaji back. Um,
1: oh, okay, yeah.
3: And then because I would have rolled another um, one. Well, probably. <laughs> and then later, your your second guy, your second guy betrayed, um, and I was like okay, now he's certainly going to go kill, like, Treya. And, like, again, it was one of those things where, like, you kept getting Treya down, and then she would drain life back up and then make a lightsaber to the save, and then you'd miss. And, you know, again, kind of like one of those, uh, you know, bad yeah. bad rolling mojos. And then, obviously, Randy knows how to play his squad. He kept you basically out of force points for most of the game. And Randy yeah. was showing some great uh, – you showed some great patience, Randy. Like I was kept counting, like oh, he could just like warp through the wall and go over here and attack, and then he could well, then he could do this, and and you kept just kind of like I'm just gonna sit here and kind of build up force and see what Brian does.
2: It was so hard to play against my own play style. (laughs)
4: Yeah, I. I, Mm-hmm. yeah
2: every round Bye. okay it's trade turn if i run this far i can kill this person or i can do this or no no i'm just gonna sit here and wait
1: <laughs> yeah i was trying to Bye. tease randy i was like setting it up so i i like i knew randy would want to come and uh, randy certainly will want to come and attack this guy he'll want to come here and attack me here you know i i really was wanting him to to uh to, to do that that would have yeah that would have thrown things in my favor I would have been I would have been ready for him I would have been able to kind of take him out a little piece by piece but he never he never bit he never fell for it um, it was like I think Randy said it was more of a battle of the force uh, with <laughs> Me, tr- me trying to like position and build up force with him him sitting back there hunkering down building up his force ready to like you know, suck all of my force away. So, um, and then it kind of came down to the to the dice rolls, and I mean, yeah, it it was ugly. Um, I, you know, there might have been a play here or there I could have done differently, but I think I did a a pretty good job. Uh, just uh, yeah, just man, it just really it just went bad. <laughs> uh but yeah, congrats to Randy
3: again um playing uh his squad uh very expertly and uh, playing it um very differently too, just from game to game uh the flexibility to you know on this matchup I need to do this and in that matchup I need to do you know this other thing uh. The only thing that, the question that I have too about like the streaming is in the future, is it possible, Brian, to um, basically have an overlay of like commentators? Because I definitely found that just like listening to the players kind of chat back and forth um, and there was a lot of like dead air time um, and there wasn't really a space for like um, analysis because obviously like people aren't analyzing their own games. Mm I think it would just yeah. be kind of They're, a cooler <clears throat> listening experience to, uh, you know, hey, you right. guys are playing, um, but over here, you know, like on the same stream. And like I said, maybe it's something like I don't know if that's something you have to do afterwards, but like um, in a different channel or whatever, where you know we've got maybe a couple analysts, like maybe Trevor and I were would be, you know, hey, Randy's doing this. Hey, you know, oh man, if we if we move Claw over here, we could kill the Jedi. Why isn't he killing the Jedi? Oh well, Randy's got a plan. Okay, maybe he's trying to you know set this up, um, just to add a little bit more like uh, excitement or,
1: or hype or right. Um, it's I you know, I, I don't have I haven't figured out I haven't set it up, uh, where I can do that um. While I'm playing in the game. Okay. Um, because um, I basically would need to be. Um, I would need to be uh having having the commentators like um like you guys would would basically have to be so basically what what I did before was I'd have I'd have the Sith Hollow news on and I'd like be recording that um or and then you guys would also be on I would also be on Discord and I would I would be getting the audio from discord from the the players being recorded and then i would also be recording the audio from the sith hollow news um with those with them talking um and uh but of course they're muted on discord so they can't the players can't hear them talking uh but the, the commentators can hear the players talking and i'm recording everything um so i don't know i i would just have to like figure out a way that i'm doing that if i'm playing and i'm not here so i'm not hearing the commentators okay see what i'm saying i could have i could have done it i could have set it up where i could record you guys but i would still be hearing you guys oh maybe he should go and do this and i'm like hey that's a good idea you know like (laughs) so um yeah so is there a way you could figuring out something to talk about yeah
3: something to talk about in the future but like as I was watching sure. some of the games that I either missed or went back to rewatch, uh it was like, "Oh man, this is really cool if like you know somebody like Trevor or whoever myself were talking and saying, Hey, you know, especially for people that might not know what's going on, like, oh hey, two oh, on yeah. four, this yeah, is a yeah. really cool character He does this, or hey, Yoda does this, like, oh man, why is he uh doing this um so yeah, yeah, definitely something to possibly uh, look forward to, or or try to figure out. I don't know if there's a way. Like definitely uh something to talk about.
4: Um,
3: yeah, we can try to that try was, to work
1: that out.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: That was our. Just, vast it, it, I get talk. sketchy when I try to like uh uh when I get too to fiddly with it. It uh, all of a sudden it, like from like the ne- the new tournament will start, and all of a sudden it's it's not. You know, it's not working, and it's like all kinds of crazy. Right. And it's you
3: know. And I know you had that Randy said you had the problems with one of the games, and you kind of had to uh, replay it back with uh, with with them trying, kind of
1: like going through what they did. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which actually is a almost a better uh, video. But, I mean, it basically requires everybody to go back and recap the whole game. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know. Anybody really wants to spend time doing that. but yeah. So, yeah, that was our uh, VassalCon. Um,
3: congrats to Spry for uh, winning the Jedi Challenge. Um, congrats to Randy for winning the championship. Congrats to anybody else that won a random uh, tournament that wasn't one of those.
2: Bring on the
4: job.
3: It does wheel. look like we have um, new in- or more information on a new galactic escalation tournament. Uh, looks like Mando's going to run another one. Looks like uh, using some interesting maps. Uh, great Library, Mercenary Base, Renvar, Rancor, Pit, Anchorhead, Key City. Um, um, basically, the standard uh, escalation, let's see, 100, 150, 200, and then round four is going to be... Um, two or three non-epic minis that you can add to get to 350 Um, and you can choose to upgrade one of your unique characters looks like you can choose to do that at any time like throughout the tournament Um,
0: and uh, has he made any updates to the format so it won't take as long this time?
4: <laughs> mm. Um,
3: he's,
1: I don't know. He said it's over. A, he said know. it's over a three three month period. He said. Um, and it
3: looks like he's see. going seventy five minutes for the first three rounds and ninety minutes for the uh, Challenger 350 point round. And also it looks like the signups are until the 26th. Um, so we have a little less than a week and then next Wednesday, the 27th, we'll be starting. So I need to hurry up and...
4: What. Uh, <laughs>
0: i was I was thinking then, about like uh the event kind of dragging on for for months and months, but it looks like he's gonna do like uh only like maybe one or two games for the first few rounds like at the lower point levels and then more for the later ones
4: uh,
3: <clears throat> yeah, I think its gonna depend on how many um players right. There are. So I mean, again, it's one of those things that the more players we have, since it's round robin, the longer it's going to take. Um, which obviously is an advantage of Swiss because with Swiss you can kind of get to a top cut with a way fewer number of rounds than round robin. Uh, so yeah, we'll see how uh, we'll see how it plays out. I'm gonna have to see if I can sign up for this will uh, be kind of interesting and definitely some maps that we haven't seen in a while um, i don't remember which one mercenary base is but great library peaceful city haven't been around in quite a while could be fun to, to bring those maps back out and again it's uh the standard one uh one round uh, per week i'm assuming if we get done early we'll the next round early Uh, and then trevor suggests um updating your vassal engine
4: uh
3: which is the not the star wars packet but the vassal engine itself
1: yeah it was it was kind of odd the the new vassal engine uh uh, came out, like, the, it was, like, Thursday or Friday night of the VassalCon weekend. Okay. <laughs> so, like, some people, like, Mike and, um, and Greg and some other people who, uh, like, you know, the day before were, for you know, like, the champs were getting their squads ready. They updated their Vassal while everybody else was just kind of playing, and and then when we then all of a sudden we had, like, you know, people with different versions and all kinds of craziness. And then, yeah, so
3: um, I guess uh, we need to hurry up and decide if we're going to play in that. Whoever wants to play since the uh, sign-ups are basically until the beginning of next week. And then we'll start playing next week. Uh, so I would uh, recommend everybody do that. It's a lot of fun. Um, mm mm-hmm. And then also it looks like Sean has started a map uh, thread as far as, hey, what do you guys think of the maps? Uh, do you have any maps that you want to see, come back or get added or get looked at? Do you have any maps that need to absolutely go away? The standard uh, standard map stuff. Um, now that Gen Con's over and we can kind of see the, the maps and it sounds like he uh, – uh um, sounds like he wants to try to make a new decision or get a new map list uh start formulating it in the next like three or four weeks uh and what's cool is especially now that trevor has updated all the maps on uh with numbers on Vassel, uh we can easily all know which uh which map we're discussing when we you know talk about a map we can say hey number 82 sinkhole or um trevor you know mentions a couple other ones by number so again if uh, people have uh, want to talk about maps now's your time to do so clearly uh do that And then it also looks like, well, a final thing kind of uh, for this week probably is that it looks like uh, balance committee suggestions are now open. Um, If you uh, want to uh, do anything or have any complaints about kind of what the balance committee should look at, uh, kind of take a look at it. Put your suggestions uh, there. Um, just looking at one of the uh, interactions, um, or one of the suggestions uh, about, well, I don't know how we would change uh, the way stiff reflexes interact with area effects like grenades or missiles. Unfortunately, the rules themselves are the rules themselves. You might have a a suggestion or two on that Gandalf, but I'm not sure what the wording would be um, to make that work, but also make all the other stuff that historically has worked and, you know,
0: fit in the same little box. Uh. Yeah, I don't know. We might have to discuss that further. There's also people who want to change how force-attuned works. And then, I'm not sure, like,
3: force-pull doesn't require a nearest square end movement, does it? So you just pick the square and then you put the enemy there?
0: That's right. All these abilities work the same. You pick the square and then you take the shortest route.
3: Right, but you could pick a square, any adjacent square to you, even if it's kind of like behind you or over there or over here, any of the eight squares that are adjacent to you, or more
1: if you're a large character. Then what does the shortest route mean?
3: It just means you have means? to go. So what, once you've picked the square, you have to go the shortest route to that square. You can't like go gallivanting around and run over uh, 57 mines when you're running around um, Basila or uh, yeah, but, no, not
1: Basila. Um, the the lady with mines. But that is just really just doesn't make any sense. I mean, the, uh, the it avoids attacks of opportunity. Um, right. So I mean, yeah, mines I guess would trigger things, but I mean it just doesn't. You know, uh, the shortest route. I mean i would think would be like basically i mean i i get where you're coming from and that's probably the correct ruling but um i mean i think i think it needs to change um i i i don't know i'm pretty sure there's a, a lot of other people that feel the same way of course we can find out um by you know talking to people and polling and that kind of thing too but um like I it just, I don't, I don't, well, personally, I don't think you should be able to gank somebody around to the, to the opposite side of your character, you know, um, they just, like, you know, I mean, it doesn't make sense from a thematic standpoint, but also, like, from a game perspective, like, I mean, it's, um, it's, it's very abusive in the sense that you, you're able to, like, grab the enemy, stick them on the other side of you where they're exposed to the rest of your forces. You know, I mean, it's, it's a pretty powerful thing to do. Um.
0: Well, if you we can get enough people on the balance committee to agree with you, then
1: mm-hmm. go ahead. Yeah, right? Yeah, I maybe not. Maybe not. Who knows? Yeah, I don't know. Well, before it can even so, go yeah, to the yeah. balance committee, we have to We kind of have to vet it it has to be vetted before it can even go to the balance committee so yeah we don't just put any old rigmarole up on the balance committee because one person doesn't like it right right uh, yeah I, I yeah i wasn't sure about yeah i wasn't sure about the force poll but it um yeah, it did, then,
3: it a little confusing. Uh, mm-hmm. some other things that have been brought up um, from the balance committee are reinstating Gala, um, changing the three point cost minimum, um, changing or altering a Night Sister Hunter, some of the damage cap stuff, um, some of the Gambit stuff. Um, Rapport stacking, uh, force of tune, uh, Mama T, uh, changing back to 150 point constructed. Uh, and I think some of this is stuff that the, the balance committee probably could look at or possibly look at. Some of it I think is, um, you know, I think people need to remember the balance committee isn't the NPE the committee. Um, <laughs> the balance committee tries to keep balance in the game and make sure that there's no um, squad or squad type or, or something that's creating havoc in the meta. Um, you know, obviously we've talked before, but even during VassalCon talking to some people, Oh, it's an NPE. Oh, this is an NPE. Every squad played in the championship is an, is an NBE to some extent. You know, I'm out here playing talent card. I'm turning off all your force points. I'm disrupting you. Um, you know, other people are playing uh, two-lock cord with sword style mastery that can, you know, avoid a bunch of damage. And then when he does take damage, can jump around. Um, you know, Randy's over here saying, man, if you're a force user, you just kind of suck. <laughs> um, you know, so all these squads that we're playing, especially at the, the very highest championship level, um, are gonna be NTEs to a certain extent just because um that's what good squads do. They have things that you know, whether it's denying your opponent stuff, like denying them like you the ability to use force, like you know wrong do the same thing um or doing their own tricks where like they get to do things you know, like swap characters across the board or you know run twelve squares and then do a cool force power, or like with mama T you know, give them a, a free attack or whatever. Um, so I, I think that, you know, some of these things without reading through the entire thread would fall into that category of, hey, it's not broken. Um, and yes, it can be an NPE, but it's not like so ridiculous that it's, you know, uh, whatever that the balance
1: committee needs to, to look at it. You know, um, at the same time, I think a lot of times when we talk about when we when we talk about MPE, like really what we're talking about is um, gatekeeping and and how strong of gatekeeping gatekeeping ability that is, yeah. um, and uh, if if we have play groups like if New Zealand says you know well we're going to ban this character because we we're not enjoying the game with this this ability or this character um i mean i think the balance committee absolutely like you know can can look at that and discuss it and say you know this is an, enough of a gatekeeper or or i guess you'd say an mpe um you know if it's causing these kinds of problems we don't want to exclude groups of people um we don't want them to feel disenfranchised so you know but it's 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 that not is, just like a one person is, kind of thing, you know.
3: Yeah. yeah. Well and and that is correct, and I and I do think that Dala did kind of, you know, obviously there was lots of research done into it and at one point Dala hadn't lost to a, a non Dala squad in, you know, like four tournaments or five tournaments or whatever. Um, you know, even though people were gunning for her at various points and stuff like that. Um It is a little bit, um, you know, some things that I'm sure the balance committee will look at, or at least um, I know I'll take a little bit extra look at, is, you know, in the championships, um, we saw multiple 2 lot cord squads. We saw multiple town card squads. um, So, you know, kind of look and comb through and see, you know, hey, is, you know, are are either of these characters or squads or anything like that an issue? Is there anything that needs to be kind of done? Um, Or is it just one of those things that they're just really strong squads that, uh, you know, people are playing? Because obviously, like, you know, you wouldn't expect somebody to show up to a championship level event and be like, man, I got a a 66 Ewoks and Princess Nisa. There's my,
1: my squad uh um, well everyone has until november 30th uh to post those anything that you think we should be talking about you you can post that in this thread and uh all you know we'll be making some polls and we'll be talking to people about it and uh, the the balance committee will also like have kind of their own conversation side conversation about you know some of those topics and and then the, this list will get narrowed down into uh basically what we end up um kind of taking a vote on so um it's, uh there's only you know if people don't if people don't bring it up if it doesn't get brought up um even even if it's a like a balanced committee member um like, tries to bring something up in the middle of our voting, it's like it might you know, it's like sometimes it's like, nah, it's too late, you know, because like um we need to give proper time to these things and 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 also it's it's this should be uh more kind of based on the, the community and not just like um personal agendas or anything like that, if that makes any sense. Right or d- driven by the by the community not not by by personal agendas i guess which we've been we've been accused right. of and, uh, and i'm sure we'll get accused of again but you know that's oh certainly goes. certainly
3: <laughs> no no matter what the balance committee does we we always did it wrong
1: or we did too much uh, ask, or we didn't do what or, or we did too much or, or didn't or, do enough
3: or, or we did yep. or we did both we did too much and not enough
1: all right yeah yeah <laughs>
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I'm sure there are things on
1: the
4: list.
3: (laughs) Yeah, there there are definitely things on the 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 list list. that I'm sure we'll we'll look at, and I'm sure there are some things that uh, we probably won't look at.
1: Yep. and some of like you said jason i, I think you might have said it earlier and i missed it some of the stuff on here i think too is going to be um hev- heavily reliant on the rules committee uh kind of just like some of it i think is just like rules uh minutiae or something or you know yeah or,
3: and, I, and know. I think too like um and that's something that like um, As, as the rules committee, um, and obviously, like I wish there was a better way um, or an fa a better FAQ source because um, obviously, um, it, it's kind of funny. We uh, even during BasilCon, Joe and I talked about a particular ruling, and we we basically made the incorrect ruling, um, and then later. You went back and found where like Scott had made the exact same ruling like 10 years ago or nine years ago. And it's like, oh, yep, you know, messed that up. Hopefully it didn't affect anything. Don't think it affected anything, not really. Um, But at the same time, it's like, uh, and that's the other thing is like, Especially with some of the rules, once we start, you know, breaking down and really getting into, like, uh, you know, there's definitely some rules that we probably played incorrectly at times. Uh, so it's like, okay, you know, well, we, if everyone's uh, playing it the same way, to...
1: then it's not, then it's not incorrect. Uh, it it still could be incorrect
3: and then it becomes an issue when somebody asks a a similar question about a, a different piece or a new piece and we go oh man uh yep that's uh you know we've been playing that incorrectly uh i know this came up like um a while like probably two years ago with like uh boba or uh bib fortuna and and whether he could get moved um, by his own CE and whether droids could move people. But then even during VassalCon, had people asking about, like, the Fortuna and moving people
1: he could move. And I understand like, the, the, that the droids, the droids themselves can't be moved, but they could activate or they could not move and move other people.
3: Droids can't do either part. Um and then for a long time um for a long time bib fortuna um couldn't be moved, but then we we re looked at it and determined that yes, you can actually move Bib Fortuna. Um there's no real reason to, um, or at least that that I could find, no advantage to doing so, but you could, you know, skip your Rhodians movement to to push Bib Fortuna somewhere, maybe to get him into a better hiding
1: spot. I, I don't know. Well, you can you can push him unactivated so that he could push somebody else, right? No, because he he
3: can't push anybody. The Fortuna himself oh, no, can't okay. push anybody.
1: Okay, I guess like you're, you, I guess you're right. Just just to kind of maybe to get him out of get him out of the line of fire or something, right? Uh,
3: but it's you know it's stuff like that where you know people have, have either played it a certain way or or read it a certain way or just use you know, the old-fashioned common sense where it's like, hey, that's how, like, I think it would work in the real world. Well, that's not maybe how it works in our rules-based Star Wars Miniatures game.
1: Right, right. Uh, Don't apply rationality to irrational (laughs) (laughs) rules.
2: So, you know, just to be clear... The droids can't do either. They can't push or be pushed. Correct.
3: Because droids are not um, affected by CE, so
1: they can't either push or be pushed. Well, that changes everything. We should just take away all the (laughs) errata from Jabba, then.
3: And it's basically like the same reason that you can't swap a droid. You can't, you know, like with Thrawn, you can't swap a droid or you can't like, um, you know, do other stuff of that
1: nature that has, you know,
3: two two parts.
1: Right. But like, so like Dodonna could go, you could go one at a time with a droid with Dodonna.
4: Yeah. And And it it didn't say, and it, mm -hmm.
1: I don't remember
3: but... the mm-hmm. Stan Hill always did, um, but basically, Wizards I think eventually shortcutted. It and if it affected the, the player, like going one at a time or two at a time, it was basically included that it was basically anybody on your squad. So, like if you were going with Zadora, it was like you could go with one or two. If you were going with Stan Hill, it was just one at a time yeah but see i I, I read it as as
1: as me myself as a player i am not moving this droid and therefore this other adjacent character gets to be moved is the way i had had interpreted it okay but you know i'm fine with it not working that way
3: Um, but, yeah, there, there's all kinds of, like, you know, sort of, like, and then that's the other thing is some of these characters or some of these abilities are coming, uh, you know, abilities are coming up. Like like you just said, you didn't know that with Betrayal, if you killed the, the character with Betrayal, that uh, it, you got all your guys back.
1: I've ne- yeah, I've never had that happen. Um, I've always just, like, uh, you know, th- somebody, I rolled a one. They celebrated, were excited wow. because they took my character, and then I turned around and killed my own character, and I won the game, <clears throat> you know, because <laughs> I got more points. Um, that's right. what usually <laughs> happen. But I, yeah, I don't know. I guess maybe, I don't know if maybe I, I missed up something. Like, I, I don't know. I was trying to kill Treya. I just kept rolling ones, you know. <laughs> no, no, you you were, but like I said, yeah. I I
3: wasn't sure. What, while I was watching the the replay, I was just thinking to myself, man, I wonder if he
1: knows um, mm, yeah, or if he yeah. remembers. Yeah, I did not. I didn't go read the fine text on betrayal. Unfortunately, I, I didn't go check that out. Um. um, um yeah.
4: But, that's, that's and again, again, I don't,
3: I don't, I don't know if it would have changed the thing. I I know that like, you know, sometimes when you betray, like you got to kind of be careful of like where you, cause you know, and it's weird because it says until the end of the skirmish, but it doesn't really mean till the end of the skirmish. It, it's one of those like weird wizard like things.
1: Yeah. well, I mean, uh, Yoda almost killed Treya. Um, like he was he was on his way to kill he was he was about to kill Treya when he betrayed. Uh if he had instead killed Treya, I don't know if I had was had Yaddle betrayed before then. Was Yattel
0: Yeah, Yadel had, had betrayed. I think you would have gotten Yaddle back and that's it.
1: Okay. Yeah. I think that's what happened. If if instead of rolling a one, if if Yoda had not betrayed then then I would have gotten yattle back. I would have had Yoda and yattle Um yeah. And then maybe Randy and then maybe Randy could have gotten a three point um instead of not being able to get a three. Because because he already had everybody on my squad on his team and there was no there was there were not enough points on the board for him to get to I, I guess threes don't really matter in the in the final, but <laughs> right. But uh, oh. so yeah.
3: And like I said, some of these, you know, kind of rules minutiae are are servicing because, you know, we're making characters with, you know, maybe some similar abilities or we're kind of trying to reuse some abilities or similar abilities to abilities that haven't, you know, been around for a while. So people aren't necessarily used to them um, and how they might work or interact with some of the other abilities that are out there. Uh, So, yeah, I would would like to, uh, you know, I mean, obviously, nobody has time for this, but it'd be cool to have, like, an FAQ, like, expansion project that, you know, kind of does a little better job of, you know, kind of uh, working through some of the more common, newer interactions
4: Uh, oh yeah that's a
3: discussion for a future future time i'm sure
1: yeah yeah i would definitely um be welcomed i think uh because it's helpful like like, all the (laughs) the updating on blue milk has been wonderful and all the uh you know the work like uh you know joe's been doing to oh yeah yeah Yeah, uh, you know, has has also been oh. like yeah that's where uh. people mainly go it's like to the glossary like that you go because a lot of times the glossary will clear a lot of things up
3: well and that's like about the rules. and actually um i thought this one was interesting and i don't know um, i didn't know this i don't know if joe knew this so i would be kind of curious to find out but um, for things like camaraderie, um, when you add or subtract characters from your squad via, like, leaving abilities, like a betrayal or um, a reserves, um, you check camaraderie again.
4: Yeah, um, I think we just um, decided that originally, re- didn't we?
3: Um, like, I was under the impression that um, camaraderie just checked at the beginning of the game, and that was it. Um, but then I uh, when I was playing in the, the field with the Killick, uh, Killick guy uh, Drew pointed out that and I think it's Anakin the chosen one which I don't know why it's I don't know why it's where it's at uh, but in his like just read uh, If I can find it again, I think it's when we pull it up and see um, where, like, it tell, shows all the comments for for Anakin.
4: Uh, um, um, Maybe it's
0: not Anakin the chosen one. I've got it? the glossary. I've got the glossary for com- camaraderie. It says um, whenever a character enters or exits the squad, e.g., versatility okay. or reserves or betrayal, camaraderie is rechecked and its benefits may be lost if the character leaves the squad or conferred to a newly added character. So, yeah, it's always. Okay.
4: Been you're at. I see. It but exactly it's not like on like, every um... character.
1: Like it's not on every camaraderie or anything. So. Right. right, I think that was the confusion.
3: Um, is like um, because the the Kilik has camaraderie that like the its allies get cutting. Um, so during the course of the game, initially, like um, I think Drew had thought that oh hey, as soon as my guy becomes a Kilik, I now have cutting, where you don't actually have cutting until somebody you know, you steal someone to your squad with uh, the Killick Queen's uh, ability. Because just adding Killick to your, to your character doesn't, uh, you know, add characters to your squad or, or remove characters from your squad or anything of that nature. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so it was, it was pretty interesting during our sealed game, like, basically for, he didn't, like, um, I think it was his Vader didn't get cunning or maybe he had Malik, he had one of those sick guys, but didn't get cunning until, like, three-quarters of the way through the game when he hit one of my Paz vislas and Paz rolled well, like a four to, like, switch over to the other side for you know half the, or the remainder of the round. I was like, oh yeah. There it is. So it was kinda of interesting. And like I said, I the the camaraderies that I had read, I like I said, I just it was one of those things I didn't know. I'm like, oh yeah. And like I said, he pointed out on one of the camaraderies or one of the characters with camaraderie had a uh, in their like uh comments had a,
1: a a thing about betrayal or something yeah oh
3: right it's on uh, yeah yeah, he, he had pulled up I think it's the Obi-Wan negotiator that he had uh, pulled up that had it that was a glossary update Because, like, if I look at just, like, Han Solo. Uh, but, yeah, it's, like, how many other little, like, rules questions are, are hidden away in, in some of the uh, various... Yeah, like if i look at it, like han solo's camaraderie for chewy leia luke it just says you need characters gain that ability if the characters in your squad they gain those uh listed special abilities or special
1: powers mm-hmm. yeah uh, so i think originally like you know the the some of the rules guys like when they were getting ready to go to a tournament they could go in and like update the rules <laughs> on the characters they were going to be playing on the turn in the tournament you know <clears throat> to work the way we wanted it to work <laughs> and then if if someone questioned them, they could just pull it up and see see that's how it works it says so right here <laughs> you know but they unfortunately didn't go through and, and and update all the characters you know um just the ones that they were going to be playing on that day but um, right. i'm i'm joking about i'm joking about all
3: that, yeah of, but, course, of course Um
1: but, but actually there were, but yeah, there were the designers, the designers would do that though. Some of the, uh, when in playtesting and whatnot, it was, it was kind of humorous. Um, they would change. they would change as we would be playtesting or something, they would change the rules while, while we were playing games. <laughs> that, was, that was, that was pretty funny. But, but yeah, it was definitely, like I said, like, um, you know, I,
3: you know, and obviously a, a pipe dream sort of thing. Um, and, you know, hopefully, slowly, eventually, so we can get sort of a, a better rules. I don't want to say database, but, you know, spot to go looking, you know, because like I said, like during VassalCon, Joe and I were talking about a ruling. And then we like said, yep, that seems like it's the correct ruling. Cause like I, you know, chatted with them both before the tournament and then during the game. And then afterwards, like, he pulled up a, a post, which I i will post. And I'll, I can even talk about it now. I'll, I'll say what it was. It's not a secret. I'm going to probably make a post on this at some point on Blue Milk. Um, but with the um, advanced Rack disease, this plus 10 damage and overwhelming power, which says your damage cannot be prevented. Um, it was played during the tournament that basically um it didn't really matter if you made the save or not because you couldn't prevent the damage um however um sith board ruled way back like right after the rack rule came out um somebody asked that exact question um and sith board ruled that there's a difference between determining how much damage you deal and then actually dealing the damage um and things like poison and rack disease um, are all determining the amount of damage um, and not doing the actual damage.
1: Yeah, I, um, I think there's a, I think the tank also has like overwhelming power and then it has like missiles or something. Um, um Like, I would think that you would still have to make the missiles, rolls, saves, um, you know. You would would still make the missiles, roll saves.
3: Scott's answer, um, his short answer is no. Um, The advanced fractal disease adds damage to the attack. It isn't an attack itself. If damage is added to the attack, then it can't be prevented or reduced. Um, and then he clarifies and says there's a difference between determining how much damage an attack does and preventing damage. Um, and things like poison and Rackle disease, etc., determine the amount of the damage. The save um, from Rackle is merely determining the amount of the damage on the attack. It's not actually doing the damage.
1: Isn't spit poison though a save to not take damage? Yes, spit poison is a save to not take damage. So, if you had overwhelming power and spit poison, um, would that You'd mean still that make you the you save? Still make the save. You, you, would make, you would a make. You would make the save, but then if
3: you if you had like it's not ah, a, yeah, but right. then if you had like armor, armor or something like that, you would not be able to prevent any of it with armor. Or
0: damage oh, or I mean, not or damage reduction. I, I think you would. Well, well, yeah, yeah. For spit poison, you would because
4: it's not and, an attack. Yeah, in a specific case. Yeah. Okay, but if you were Cause playing one, like uh, um, yeah. right, right,
1: right, because uh, right, spit playing... poison attack is in the rat Goal... Rat Goal disease is is a is it a part of an attack or it's not? It's not an attack either, is it? It is an attack. It, yeah, a lot or. You know, it affects
0: it, the attack, it,
3: it 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 changes the damage that you're attacked very much like uh yeoman cars um like his poison where like you do potentially do extra damage
1: okay plus 10 yeah well i'm glad that's easy to understand yeah Yeah. all kinds of stuff that are that are easy to understand Um,
4: but i don't know about
3: you guys but i don't really have anything else to talk about this week except for to recommend everybody get their squads in um, or at least sign up for the escalation tournament if you so desire to play
1: yeah do you guys have anything
3: else uh to, to chat
4: about
1: before we uh, just if sign you, off. yeah like if you, if you get if you get time also make make uh you know some critiques on some maps and maybe you know uh complain about whatever you want to complain about in the uh balance committee discussion thread was that be about
2: um, it hmm. was my um, argument about was it well worded did everybody get what I was trying to say
3: Um, Uh, I only kind of skimmed it so I'm not sure
2: basically you should have to have an attack to be able to replace your attack just like um, with missiles or grenades or whatever to begin with so once uh, I feel like once you've walked seven squares You've no longer got that. You should no longer have the ability to force attuned.
3: I mean, I thought the whole point of force attuned was that you could do something of that nature when you didn't have the ability to
2: do that. Maybe, uh, maybe it was, but. Um, <laughs> There's some things that I was able to do with my squad that um, I was able to do because I had Force attuned on the assassin.
3: Oh, Force attuned on the assassin is amazing. Yes. Um, I, uh. Trevor will tell you, which is which is funny because like I played Trevor in the team tournament with basically your identical squad. And basically I smoked Chaba pretty much in round one. Like he had 20 health left at the end of the first round. Um, and then he played you in the semifinals and like he played it a little bit better, but like, because obviously you you have a different play style than I do and played the squad very differently. Um but still, like you, you kind of caught him with your incredible reach, and like it's very hard to stay away, or it can be hard to stay away from uh, the the deep strike of the Sith Triumvirate. Uh, but yeah, I'm sure over the next uh, six or eight weeks or so, we'll get plenty of uh, people posting of all the things uh, that. Uh, are wrong with Star Wars miniatures and how, how they would make it better. And it would be super amazing if, uh, you know, uh, force of tune didn't work or, or work differently, or if, if you could have two point mouse strides again, or uh, whatever else, uh, you know, if the night sister hunter didn't exist uh, or whatever some of these other uh, things are. And, and I'm sure the balance committee will look and, and probably address some of those. And some of those will, maybe uh get passed on or or move to a future discussion
1: yeah well yeah we should just I take I a file. vacation yeah we won't do anything we'll That's it. be like everything's fine it's a, a good idea it's all fine <laughs> it's all fine <laughs> all right. yeah yeah well, like
3: I said, my, my initial thoughts, just from looking at, um, you know, the combination of results from both, like, physical Gen, gen Con and, you know, the end of July and Basilcon is, you know, there's a lot of Tulak Horde, uh, and there's a lot of Talon Card, and do, do either of those characters uh, need to be uh, looked at or adjusted or, you know, kind of... Figured out in any sort of way, or are uh, you know they find yeah, they, they, need, to, of, they you know, need to they need to be made better.
1: <laughs>
4: <it. Or laughs> I'll just <laughs> say I think I figured out two did pretty win. well.
1: <laughs> yeah.
4: <laughs> and,
1: yeah,
3: and that's the other thing too is, um, and I know we've talked about this before, but you know. Sometimes I think that you know we are a little quick with maybe um some knee jerk reactions or or other things, and we have to kind of let um the the meta figure itself out um, you know and see you know is is this type of stuff a problem or is it is it not a problem uh obviously like two lot cords done. Well, um, you know, maybe it does need an adjustment, you know, um, talent cards been around for a long time. Maybe, uh, maybe he needs an adjustment or maybe it's just the fact that, you know, um, the, the whirlwind of exact, uh, you know, things and, you know, going forward, we'll see, uh, some different stuff. So, you know, yeah, in talking to people during and around Vasilicon, you know, people, and I think I even saw mentioned a couple of places, people were talking about the 16 activation cap limit. Like, you know, um, is it good? Is it bad? Did it work? Did it not work? Uh, should we
1: look at it again? Is it problematic? You know. And, you know well, I, I thought I was going to say, I was going to suggest maybe next week we'd talk about how. All the Vassalcon squads were like eleven activations or lower, uh, except for like one squad, um, which, you know, I, I find to be very interesting. Um the, you know, because there were a lot of people uh making comments about how, you know, everyone was just gonna spam like everybody was just gonna play 16 activations and that is not what happened. Um and yeah um, i think and that's definitely yeah. yeah that's a good topic for next week um
3: and also we can yeah. look at how much i think is also fun or a, a good thing to do is look at the bounce committee rulings from from last year and see how did they affect things and we can talk about that a little bit and say hey uh we didn't see any java you know do we think that's just because java wore out his welcome or do we think it's because the bounce
1: committee uh you know changed how he works I told you you guys were oh, ruining Jabba, that. and you wouldn't listen. I voted no. <laughs> I voted no, and you guys wouldn't listen to me. But you know that's okay. No. All right. But oh, Also, the also, night. Also, what happened to night? What happened to the? What happened to the? What happened to the night sisters? Where were they?
4: Hmm.
1: You know. Right.
3: It's a good question. It's a really good question. Yeah. And, yeah. it, and I see even people are still talking about the the night sister hunter again this year. Like, and and, okay, and where are know. the
1: pirates? Where's the pirate squads? <laughs> 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 yeah, who knows?
0: Well, we'll save that for next week, uh, and uh, I guess we can discuss Ahsoka as well next week. Oh yeah, yes, yeah, we can yeah, discuss
3: good. Good, yep. so I need to I need to catch up on Ahsoka. I'm uh, a couple episodes behind, the other than that, I think we'll see everybody the same sit time, same Sith channel next week. Um, we'll look at, uh, maybe do a little bit better breakdown of, um, and we can actually do both, both the VassalCon squads and the uh, in-live, in-person Con squads and kind of compare and, and look at, a well, a, probably about 20, 25 squads we can look at to see, you know, kind of activation counts and characters and stuff like that. We can talk about Ahsoka next week. Uh, We might even have uh, a game or two in for the the Galactic Escalation Tournament if people, uh, you know, uh, depending on when uh, stuff gets posted on Wednesday as far as pairings and when people might start playing. we can see if anybody's added any uh, new discussions to the, the MAPA discussion or the balance committee discussion.
0: Lots to talk about. Lots to talk about.
3: So, all right. I think we're good for this week and we'll see everybody next week. All right. Good talking to y'all. Good night. All right. Bye bye. Bye, everybody